moving toward that problem of solving for the variable in the exponent, we actually have a slightly easier uh, form of an equation to solve. It's slightly easier because it follows all the properties we've learned so far. We don't need anything extra to do it. So we're getting there to solving the question of the hour, which is solving for the variable when it's in the exponent. But first, we're going to solve for the variable when it's stuck inside some logs. So it's kind of like the opposite idea. So the variable is stuck inside logarithms, and we need to get it out and find out what, what value of x would make this a true statement. And so in order to do that, we need to work with it. Now, you might recall that we used properties of logs to take a sum of two logs and write them as only one log. And the reason why we want to do that will become clear very soon. So let's take this sum of two logs and write it as one log. And uh, I'll let you take a minute to do that on your own and then come back. Writing this as one log, I have the log of 2x plus the log of x minus 2. It's very important that they have the same base or I won't be able to use this property. But since they have the same base, I can say this is log base 2 of 2x times x minus 2. And that still equals 4. So now I have one log of something agreeably kind of big and messy, but one log equals 4. So now if I want to find out what x is and it's stuck inside a log, then I use that property of logs that says, or that other way of writing logs, If you have log base 2 of something equals 4, write it in exponential form. So in exponential form, that base comes underneath the equal sign and gets raised to the fourth power. So we have 2 to the fourth equals the other part is left on the other side. The exponent you raised 2, 2 and got this big thing was 4. So that means this thing must equal 2 to the 4th. So I have 2x times x minus 2 equals 2 to the 4th. Now this should look like something that you're you're comfortable solving. You have a second degree equation in x. So you have a quadratic equation in x. The only problem is it's not in the right form to solve just yet. We need to multiply it out and try setting it equal to 0 and factoring. If it can't be factored, then we use a quadratic formula. But in either case, unless it's special, like 2x equals 16, sorry, 2x squared equals 16, unless it's a special form without an x term, then we're going to have to set it equal to 0 no matter what. So I'm going to set this equal to 0 by distributing the 2x in and bringing the 16 over to the other side. So I have 2x squared minus 4x equals 16. And I can't really bring it over to the other side. I have to add its opposite to both sides. So I'm going to have 2x squared minus 4x minus 16 equals 0. Now remember, this is just another form of the logarithmic equation we were given in the beginning. So this is what I want to solve for x. I have the common factor of 2. So I'm going to divide everything by 2 just to make the factoring easier. Or you could factor it out, I suppose. But since you have an equation, you can just divide everything by 2. I have 1x squared minus 2x minus 8 equals 0. When I factor, I try anyway, right? x and x will make x squared. Factors of 8 whose difference is 2 are 4 and 2. 
I want the difference to be negative 2x, so I make the 4 negative and I make the 2 positive. So my two solutions are x equals negative 2 or x equals 4. So I'm done, right? I can just circle this and move on to the next problem. Actually, not so fast, right? This is a logarithmic, these are solutions to a logarithmic function. And remember, the log function has very specific rules about its domain, what you can plug into it. So we do want to be careful about double-checking the answer. And that's a very important part of these kinds of problems. uh, All these problems, even if you do everything right, you still need to check your answer when you're finished because it it might still not be the correct answer. So I'm going to take x equals negative 2 and x equals 4. Individually, I'm going to check them in the equation. So let's check x equals negative 2, first of all. When I plug negative 2 in for x, I'm going to have log base 2 of 2 times negative 2. And right away there, I see that I have log base 2 of negative 4. What exponent do you raise 2 to and get negative 4? There is no exponent that you can raise 2 to and get a negative answer, right? Because the log is the inverse of the exponential function. So the exponential function goes up from left to right, the log function goes up from left to right, but doesn't ever reach the the, uh, y-axis. So x can never be 0. So this does not work. Negative 2 does not work in the domain of the equation. So I cannot have x equals negative 2 as a solution. But I do need to check the other one as well. It's possible that there's no solution to this equation. Check x equals 4. If x equals 4 gives us a problem somewhere, doesn't give us a true statement or messes up our domain, then we have to say no solution to this. So I'm going to check x equals 4. And I plug that in. I'm sure everybody's just on pins and needles waiting to see if this works. Log 2 times 4 plus log base 2 parentheses 4 minus 2 equals 4. So this is my check. I'm plugging in 4 everywhere there's an x and see if I get a true statement. Log base 2 of 8 plus log base 2 of 2. Does that equal... 4. I should have put a question mark above the other one, too. Is that equal to 4? Log base 2 of 8 is 3 plus log base 2 of 2, 1 equals it works. So my one and only solution, x equals 4. Maybe I should write that here, right? x equals 4 is my one and only solution to this logarithmic equation. So just remember, there are a couple steps to this. First of all, you need to use the properties of logs to rewrite it. Then you need, we'll go back over here, use the properties of logs to rewrite the equation, then write it in exponential form to get the x's out of the log, and then solve the result however you need to to find out what x is. This particular resulting equation is quadratic, so that means I need to set it equal to 0 and try to factor. If I can factor, great. If I can't, I have to use a quadratic formula. I get here to my, in this case, two possible solutions. I have to check them both. Be particularly aware of the domain of the log function. You don't want to have to take the log of anything that's equal to 0 or less than 0. So make sure that you're taking the log of positive numbers only when you plug in your x values. Then you also have to make sure, even if you're taking the log of positives, you have to make sure it works in the equation. Make sure that 
your solution gives you a true statement, and then you'll know that that's the solution to the equation. So that's our first example of solving logarithmic equations. Our next example is right here, solve for x. We have the log base 3 of 4x minus 3 minus log base 3 of parentheses, the sum of 2x and 1, so 2x plus 1 in parentheses, equals 2. So you want to solve this equation for x. Now I have to get rid of my check over here. Take a minute and pause this, and in your pause, you might be able to do the entire problem, and that's, that's perfectly um, within the realm of, of what could happen. But also, you might get stuck because you might get somewhere that you haven't done in a while. Um, so go as far as you can using the properties of logs. Start with the fact that you have a difference between two logs, and then uh, come back and see, and we'll see how you did. So using the fact that we have the difference of two logs, I'm going to rewrite that. Oh, and by the way, I have to make sure that I've got the same base, right? Log base 3, log base 3. So I'm going to rewrite this as log base 3 of 4x minus 3. Then it's a difference, so I have over 2x plus 1. So using the division property backwards, I have the log base 3 of 4x minus 3 on top over 2x plus 1 on the bottom equals, don't forget this is still an equation, equals 2. I want to find x, and I have a couple of x's stuck, I don't really need these parentheses, stuck within the log base 3. So I want to get rid of the x, I mean, sorry, I want to get rid of the log. So the way that I do that, again, for this problem, it's different for every problem, but this one, I want to, instead of having it in log form, I want it in exponential form. So the base is 3, and the exponent is the answer, 2. So 3 to the 2 power equals the thing on the left stays on the left, and the log floats away, so to speak. So I have 4x minus 3 over 2x plus 1 equals 3 squared. Now this is something different from the first example where we ended up with a quadratic equation. This time we've got the quotient equal to 9. But you may recall, if you write that as 9 over 1, that might jog your memory if, if you don't already know how to solve this. 4x minus 3 over 2x plus 1 equals 9 over 1. So because there's only one term on each side, you can just do a quick cross-multiplication. Or if there's more than one term on either side, then you have to multiply every single term by your least common denominator, in this case, 2x plus 1. So if you multiply this side by 2x plus 1, you just get 4x minus 3, right? And if you multiply the other side by 2x plus 1, you get the same thing you would have obtained by doing something called cross-multiplication. So that's why cross-multiplication works. It's because if you only have one term on each side, multiplying both sides by your denominator will give you a new equation that doesn't have anything in the denominator. So now I've got, I'll just mark that if you want to do it that way. Now I've got 4x minus 3 equals 9 times 2x plus 1. So this is just a linear function in x. So how many solutions will it have? That's right. It'll have one solution, right? So we have um, 4x minus 3 equals 18x plus 9, and so we'll have one solution. I'm going to subtract 4x from both sides. 
I need a lot of space because I have to check this. And I'm going to have negative 3 equals 14x plus 9, just subtracting 4x from both sides. Then I'm going to subtract 9 from both sides, and I have negative 12 equals 14x. And so x is going to be negative 12 fourteenths, which reduces down to negative 6 sevenths. So I have negative 6 sevenths as a possible solution. All right, hopefully checking this thing isn't going to be a total nightmare, but let's find out. So I need to check. I have my original, my very original equation is the one I have to check. Log base 3 of 4 times negative 6 sevenths minus 3 minus log base 3 again of 2 times, again, x is negative 6 sevenths plus 1 needs to equal 2. So I have this so far. And unfortunately, 4 times negative 6 sevenths doesn't simplify. But let's see, log base 3 of negative 24 sevenths minus 3. I can stop right there because negative 24 sevenths minus 3 is negative and log base 3 of something negative does not make any sense. The domain of the logarithmic function is 0 to infinity not including 0. x needs to be greater than 0 unless you do something else to the log function like take log of the opposite of x which would change the domain. But the logarithmic function, any base, the input needs to be greater than zero. This input is negative, so since that was my only possible solution, I have to say no solution to this equation. And so then I'm finished.